play with yourself when we fire up a round of You Can't Beat Jack, a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown coming up during this episode. And you will likely be offended with segment one, and I will offer no apology, but it's a story that I just got to share with you. It's going to happen in the next four minutes. Welcome to my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. A year ago, this week, started my second act, and that's why we call the podcast by that name. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and you've become like the mask police for me. And I, I don't know, I don't know whether to thank you or like to be like, stay in your lane. Okay, so I got this new mask for Christmas. You know, masks are becoming like an accessory. It's like... They have end caps now, Target. Exactly. And I, Yes, that's where I got it. I got you a new mask. I got everyone a new mask, and they were all like stocking stuffers. So I got this new mask. What does that say about the year? The, the, the stocking stuffers were face masks for so many people. I know, a lump of coal and a mask. So I put my mask on the other day and you drove me to the bank and I had to go into the bank to do like a commercial type deposit. And I had my mask on and you're like, whoa, wait before you go in. Because this particular mask is kind of pointed at the top and has what you're calling a high widow's peak. Right. Okay, explain this. Um, it, it's a very sharp pitch pitch that goes up your not up your nose but on, on top of your nose almost between your eyebrows like in a point yes okay. and you had it upside down and you look like patty hurst getting ready to go in and take the bank down you look like a bank robber yeah like like bonnie parker of bonnie and clyde fame i think i had on too like, like my, a bandana i think i had on like my black uh like leggings and my black shirt and i looked yeah i, I looked probably a little going into the grocery store I, it wouldn't matter to me but yeah. specifically going to a bank looking like a robber, first of the year, people are desperate. We're in a pandemic. Just, uh, yeah, and I was messing around in my bag. Like, do I have a Glock in there? What's going on? Do you have a Glock? Maybe. I don't. But anyway, I appreciate it because then I was like, okay, have I been wearing, here again? Have I been wearing this mask upside down the whole time? Is this why people are looking at me? Are they looking at me because they think my mask is cute? What, what's going on? What is going on? But you're right. The mask etiquette, kind of depends on where you're going and who you're interacting with you know specifically though if it like in this case if you look like a robber getting ready to walk into a bank not drive through not atm like you're going into the lobby of yes. the bank and i've got my, like, and i've got that bag that i'm got all my deposits yeah. in <laughs> hey alexa play cadillac jack the most recent episode of this podcast going to play whether you are at home or at work and make sure you tell your friends and neighbors and coworkers all about the podcast. That's uh, that's what helps us out the most, other than your loyalty and support. And we're so thankful for that. On the way here to the App and Media Group and App and Podcast Network today, Donna, what was your hype song? Well, let's talk about our new hype song list. It's Donna and Caddy yeah. hype songs part do D E U X. That's two. That's fancy for two. Okay, if you're listening at home. So uh, we have a new Spotify playlist. You don't give up on the old one, but. This is like a companion piece. So my um, hype song was uh, The Dog Days Are Over from Florence and the Machine. Are you a big Florence and the Machine fan? I've never heard of them. What on earth? I, When you first said Florence, I thought you were referring to Florence Henderson from The Brady Bunch. You've never heard of Florence and the Machine? I don't know that I have. I, I, tr I don't think that I have. How are we going to survive at Coachella? I didn't know we were going to Coachella. Well, Here's my concern, though, about... Coachella or Florence? Well, Florence, specifically right now. Uh, breaking up Florence this early into a new year and a new Spotify hype song playlist, 
that there's only going to be four songs on there today when you actually there's only going to be two or three and i'll explain why uh here when i get to my pick but but we have two pretty solid country songs from last episode and now you're going to throw in this is a, this is a strong song. Okay. So, anyways, it's from their album Lungs. If you don't know, if you're like this fool over here and you don't know who Florence the Machine are, they're an English kind of indie band. They're kind of like indie darlings for a while, but she has some incredibly powerful songs, and she gets out there in those flowing dresses, barefoot, and just nails it. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. It's gonna be one where you later you're gonna be like, you know what? I didn't know about that old Florence, but she's pretty good. Okay, what about you? Mine will not be available for your listening pleasure until tomorrow. If you're listening on upload date, uh, today is Thursday, January the 7th. Tomorrow, Morgan Wallen's going to drop a double CD. It's so exciting. And I'm going to add tomorrow, you will, because you're the curator and have control of the username and password, which is why I don't get but three skips a day. Um, 865 is Uh the song that I'm going to add tomorrow. From okay. Dangerous, which is his deluxe album or double album, we're going to talk about that coming up in a moment. Very excited about this double a bit album. Of a controversy. Morgan Wallen's music was leaked, and he's calling out Walmart. And because he's he's actually saying, if you're going to physically buy this album, this double CD, go to Target and yeah. buy it because he's he's ticked that, that Walmart accidentally leaked uh, in three states. I think like a half dozen stores or something. But. I'm going to tell you, every song on that double album is going to be. Amazing. All right. So be listening tomorrow for 865 Morgan Wallen. That's my selection for this episode. Perfect. Of the Caddy and Donna. No. Hype, huh? No, 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 no. It's Donna and Caddy's that. hype song playlist. Part deal. Simple search on Spotify. Vote for the black man. Okay. Here we go. Donna says. Oh, boy. Three weeks ago, she comes into the house. In Georgia this week, we finally wrapped the U.S. Senate runoff election. The commercials have ended officially. So we have been, I haven't, uh, with text messages and phone calls and things like that, we've got a few mailers, but but the, the signs have been everywhere for this runoff election for since the general, really. And um, Donna went by a polling location where we saw a sign in the neighborhood or something, and she came home and she said, the, the, I saw this, this political yard sign, and it said, vote for the black man. I said, Donna, that's impossible. There's no political sign that's going to say vote for the black man and i let it go so we go to the polls on tuesday to vote together it's like 4 30 in the afternoon we go in we vote you're trying to talk to me which you're not allowed to do oh in the polling place yes and we we're go, married you can talk to no people. you can't you can't okay. talk in the polling right. place and i told you that through the little crack in these new voting machines that we have in georgia well, i said ma'am you cannot speak with me okay let me tell you what i thought was confusing that i think other people probably did too there were those big signs that said do not take your ballot from the polling place. So I figured it out later, again, because even with this story that you're about to finish up, I am blonde, even though I'm incredibly intelligent. But I was like, okay, so do I leave my ballot? I don't leave my ballot on the printer. But what they were talking about was don't remove your ballot from the building. But again. Not from your little voting Right, but be specific. Punctuation, semantics, it matters. All right. Okay, so So that's what I was asking. We vote, we scan, we get our sticker, we go back. We're ready to leave, pulling out of the parking lot of the church where we vote. And Donna says, look there, there's the sign, vote for the black man. And I said, Donna, I don't see a sign that says vote. For, this is crazy. What are you talking about? It right, said. Right right there, she says. And, and I look and it says, vote for Daniel Blackman for Georgia Public Service Commissioner. I don't think it had the Daniel on there. I'm I telling said, Donna, you. It doesn't say, it says Blackman. Right. It's not black man. 
But when I was driving by quickly, the way it reads on that political sign, it says, vote Ossoff, black man, Blackman, um, Warnock. Let me finish here because I don't want people to think this is like some weird racist thing. I was driving by very fast and it said, vote, it said, vote Ossoff, black man, Warnock. And I was like, why would they call him that? Like, how inappropriate. Like, I was so mad. When I got home, I, I was telling you, I can't believe, this was three weeks ago, I can't believe they have this on the sign, and you did not believe me. And then we left yesterday, I'm like, there it is again. I, said, I don't know what you're talking about. The Ossoff, black man, Warnock. Blackman. Blackman. And then, I didn't put it together, even when I read the sign, because the only three things you voted for were the two Senate seats and then well, for the Georgia Public Service Commission, which that's a whole nother thing. I, I was just like, I, I mean, again, this is going to sound really bad. I think we should do our homework before we get in there. But I was like, I'm voting for somebody named Bubba because I love a Bubba. But it was Lauren, Lauren, Bubba McDonald. Yeah. And I'm like, who? Bubba is a woman. Right. Who would do that to their daughter? No, no. Bubba is a man. Bubba's a man. But right. named Lauren. Correct. Yes. And I'm thinking, who's this ass that named his daughter Bubba? Like, is that a family name? But then I'm like, I think it's kind of cool. I like the fact that this girl is named Bubba. I'm all for like these females. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to vote for Lauren Bubba McDonald. Then I find out that's a man. And that he was in, in, in the race with Daniel Black. Black man, who I did Blackman. not know. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. I'm telling you, this whole conversation, this is true. I know you think we think of things, these crazy things for this podcast. This story is 100% true through and through. Because I was so confused by the time I left there. Because you're like, that's who ran against Bubba. And I'm like, oh, I think I was so like wide-eyed about the whole Lauren Bubba thing that I didn't even see that they were running against the black man. I didn't even black know. Member. I didn't know. All right. The whole thing was confusing. Is it just me, <laughs> or did you not know that former Georgia governor and current Act Secretary Sonny Perdue is David Perdue's cousin? I had no I, idea. I had no clue. Had no. They don't look alike. They have totally different body types. Kind of like Tim and Faith. And okay, one daughter. stop. And stop. And they they do not look alike at all. At all. I had no clue. You told me that last night. And then I'm like, wait, is Sonny his daddy or is it his cousin or his brother? Cousin. Cousin. Because I guess because his his, his term expired. So now it's uh, he also lost. So now it's former Senator David Perdue, I guess. But um, he, he was exposed, they think, to, to COVID, COVID. So he was not around in the final week of campaign. So they pushed Sonny out there. So Sonny became. Yes. His uh his his spoke his his point person, if you will. And let me tell you, last night I told you this that he had on like that um that pullover type vest jacket like that the coaches wear. And he used some kind of like coach terminology, like we're not done yet, we're still running the ball down the field. I mean, he had all these like great football analogies. And I'm like, this is crazy. I said to you, I think this is very interesting. You know how at every like last night they have reporters camped out at, you know, all four places campaign polling places and obviously with covid you know normally these ballrooms would have been full of people you know congregating and celebrating and not celebrating but i said to you do you think there's a moment like at each party where if you know now i'm not talking about if it's like 49 50 but like say early in the evening your candidate is losing and it's like you know 
80 mathematically 20, impossible. Yeah, 80 20 mathematically impossible and i mean by like eight o'clock i told you do you think they start just pulling up the hors d'oeuvres and like quickly you go up to the bar and you're like you want to get a drink and they're like uh we just switched to a cash bar because the whole like loss is coming down you know having to shuffle finances seriously yeah. like you're not getting your uh spanakopita you know okay well anyway that is I a wrap okay well that's a wrap on the election so we we, we were, could go for days i could go for days about it let's don't let's just move on okay all right tim mcgraw mm. love him is is collaborating with tyler hubbard from florida georgia line and they have a song that's going to be dropping a week from tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Friday, I didn't know that. Friday, January 13th. Hmm. And um, it was announced last week that Tyler and BK, Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line, they announced on social media that they're going to take a break and that they're going to work on different projects. Which, if you listen to this podcast, we kind of jumped the shark on. Now, they're not breaking up. No. And, and they were very clear about that. But they're just sort of taking a little break during this time period when, you know, they can't tour to work on some different projects. So it took Tyler Hubbard no time at all to run over to Camp Tim McGraw and and, and join him on a song called Undivided. Got uh, just a little sneak peek of the song for you here. Look around and love somebody We've been hateful long enough Let the good Lord reunite us To this country that we love Undivided is the way good. Do you ever think like the these songs mm. with Tyler Hubbard, do you think sometimes, do they remind you of the Country Bear Jamboree? <laughs> I never thought of it. Yeah, Disney World. At Disney. Because it's sort of that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And you just put whatever lyrics. I mean, it's going to be a great song because Tim McGraw makes everything great. And I, and, I, and listen, I'm a big uh, Florida Georgia fan. The Florida, whatever. Georgia, Florida, Florida Georgia. Florida Georgia line. Yeah, I like Tyler Hubbard. I really do. But I do feel like all of the songs that they put out lately have that jingle jangly. Yeah. Country Jamboree. Yes, Country Bear Jamboree. Mm-hmm. sound feel to it that's uh-huh. that's new yeah i don't think anyone in the music industry has ever said that like in a meeting at a record label or something yeah, yeah i love that sound that's like the country jamboree sound. <laughs> leave it to Disney me World. country bear jamboree uh-huh i'm excited about it up there playing their washboards moira wallen has been working on a double cd for years and it's going to drop tomorrow if you're listening on upload day and it's called uh, dangerous and um a lot of work's gone into this project from moira wallen and sunday just a few days ago and I think three states, including North Carolina, Indiana, the third escapes my mind. But someone at Walmart put out physical copies of this double CD six days, seven days early. I think that's important because I think people are confused about the story. So well, let's clarify. Talk about, yeah, talk about like rack jobbers. And like, so somebody okay. literally came and put those CDs. We're not talking about because I think people were confused that it was leaked on the Internet. That's not what we're talking about. Physical CDs. And and the joke kind of became on the Internet. Well, listen, where am I going to listen to it? Even if I went and bought it, where am I going to listen to it? Just going to stare at it. Compact (laughs) disc. Yeah. Um, Here's what happens. Rack jobbers are charged with distributing product, whether it's DVDs, CDs, electronic stuff. The in magazines, anything. the in cap space at a retailer like Walmart or Target is in the music department specifically. It's it's gold, yeah, is what it is. Now, Premium not space. so much now that everyone shifted downloading right. music, but ten years ago, if you were on an in cap at Walmart, the day that your CD dropped, that was huge, and often there was a big money exchange for that. Here's what happened with Walmart. This was not calculated. This was not done out of spite by anybody. Someone who was working the third shift was stocking at Walmart. There were a handful of them at these stores. 
they're told to put out the boxes, put put out the stuff. And and so they just they they load it up into the racks. But how did that happen in three different states? Because I'm sure the product had already been shipped. Oh, okay. The, and the so Morgan some Wallen, person just went out and right, put it out. They were put it in the wrong stack. You know, rather than put it in a secure place, do not distribute. Do not put on racks until Friday. Right. January what's tomorrow? Whatever the day would be. Yeah. Um it was a simple mistake. And some eager beaver went back and was just like, this is new stuff. Let's get this out. A shopper comes through, or shoppers, handful of them come through. They see it. They're Morgan Wallen fans. He, listen, he, he, he's the face of country music right now. I think that he's jumped Luke Holmes at this point as being the face of country music. There were some fans that walked through. Oh, my gosh, wait a minute. So they started to leak it online, the fans. Now, you're going to hear here in Morgan Wallen's own words, uh, he was excited. That, that his fans were leaking the music, but then he has decided that he's going to leak it himself. A couple of, of, of thoughts on this. There's no way that Walmart did this on purpose. There's also no way that it was a, 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 a deal between Morgan Wallen and Walmart. Let's leak it. It's going to make it like it has. It's become yeah. its own story. Make it viral. Um, that's not the way at all, because you're going to hear in this clip from Morgan Wallen. That's not the way it happened, because he actually goes at Walmart and says, I would prefer you buy at Target. Mm-hmm. All right, here is uh, Morgan Wallen talking about his leaked album. It's been brought to my attention that some of my music, well, my album has leaked at some Walmarts around the country. I don't know how that's possible, but it has. And also that some of y'all are posting and trying to spread the new music, which I'm super thankful for. I'm, I'm glad you're eager. You want to touch that real quick? I just, I can't. I tell you all the time. I, I mean, you know I'm such a huge Morgan Wall fan, but I have told you from the time he's been on Saturday Night Live to CMAs, is he punking us with these outfits, with this mullet, with this East Tennessee drawl? I mean. I know you're eager. I know you're eager. I know you're eager. Here's more Morgan Wall. But man, I've been working on this album for three years, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let Walmart do the leaking like that. So if y'all don't care, just keep Keep up with me on here, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. I'm going to start doing the leaking of the songs myself. So um, it's kind of messed up, but I don't shop at Walmart anyway. I also gave Target two extra songs. So if you're going to buy my album physically, go to Target, baby. Now, don't think for a minute that Morgan Wallen said that because Walmart leaked his music. That, that The Target two additional song deal was done a year ago. Have you ever heard the word leaking used that much? Uh-huh. Just no, leaking. But this Everybody's happen. leaking. This <laughs> He's leaking. This doesn't happen in country music at no. all. And it's, it's, it, it. Well, country music and Walmart have had a longstanding relationship. So it's interesting, too, to have him. You know, there's certainly been artists like I know Taylor Swift has done special projects for Target and things like that. But for a long time, a long time, Walmart and country music were synonymous with each other. I just, I, all of that aside, I, I could just watch that video. I think I watched that video 10 times because he's got his hat on backwards and he's got that little lip curl that he does. I'm If everybody's going to do the leaking, I'm going to do the leaking. I mean, like leaking, just leaking. Everybody's leaking. <laughs> I can't. His record label has to be giddy yeah. because they didn't pay a penny for this, for this press. Yeah. For the social media exposure. That this album, this double album that he's dropping, I think it's only his second album. Well, let me tell you who else is giddy is Target. Because if he is on TikTok and all these platforms, social media, telling all these teenagers and college kids who are as obsessed with him as the rest of the country to go to a specific retailer and buy, they're like, yes. 
So it's it's very interesting. You can't put a, a price tag on it. We've talked a lot during this podcast about street weeks and how important they are. When an album drops with an art, an artist drops an album, it's very calculated. You see them on all the late night TV shows. They're doing now. There's People TV in addition to People Magazine. You got to go talk to Yahoo.com. You got to go to you know. There's so many. It's not just six traditional media outlets anymore that an artist visits during their street weeks. There's hundreds of them now. The pandemic kind of tempered that a little bit. Well, and there's always meetings about with any brand guerrilla marketing. What can we do? What can we do? How could we? You know, how can we get these retailers to, like, be involved in this? And so I think it's very interesting. Dangerous, the double album in December became the, listen to this, became the most pre-added country album in the history of Apple Music. What does that mean? And that's what we like to do on this podcast is kind of pull back the kimono, give you a peek behind the kimono a little bit about strategies and how things never happen. <laughs> things always happen for a reason, whether it's a collaboration and a duet I'm just scratching your head thinking, well, all right, what's, what's the Tim McGraw, Tyler Hubbard, four little Georgia line thing? They're friends, but they're also on the same record label, same which makes label. it very easy for them to distribute it. There's no conversations and contracts about music rights and who owns this and who owns that. They're on the same record label. All of those conversations are in-house as opposed to taking place between attorneys from two different record labels. You know, it could be and, and, in, in, in different countries and different cities and whatever. Well, and sometimes, I mean, Tim McGraw is certainly a, a great artist anyone would want on there. But a lot of times what happens is when an artist or a group is looking for someone to collaborate with, the record label suggests someone. It'd be great and, if you could work in the, with, in the house. Yeah, with yeah. this person who needs a little shine. The most pre-added country album in the history of Apple Music. Pre-add is a feature that allows you to play one song off an upcoming album and... It automatically adds the album to your library when the record is released. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's Apple Music, specific to Apple Music. But that's uh, Luke Combs. What you see is what you get was the most pre-added country album in the history of Apple Music before Morgan Wilden back in last month, December 2020. I'm telling you, he is hotter than hot. Where's Walmart, Caddy and Donna, during all this? Walmart released a statement. We are deeply apologetic to Morgan for this unfortunate situation. We appreciate Morgan as an artist and understand his frustration and disappointment. We have protocols in place to help ensure new albums are not sold before the release date. Yet, in this instance, his album made its way, uh, its way to the shelf in a handful of stores early. We're actively removing any albums remaining on the shelves in those stores to hold until the official release date and taking additional precautionary measures for the future. Poor old Jimmy, working in like the Walmart and like Alabama just he was so you know he probably just got the job he was like holiday help there may be three boxes left his just, shift had already ended yes. but there were three boxes ready to be shelled and Jimmy could have clocked out and gotten in his his, his Silverado and headed Gone back home. home but he didn't he said you know what I'm gonna do because I love Walmart and I love the people of this country I go ahead and put I'm this gonna go out. ahead and I'm gonna put that those three I don't know what the, the could be dove dishwashing detergent in those three boxes. I'm going to put them out there so this whole floor is clear when the next shift comes in. You know, he told his wife. And they happen to be Morgan Wallen double albums. And, and Now he's in trouble. Now he's, he's probably went home and told his wife, Jenny, like, see, this is why I didn't need to be working. That's why you don't go the extra mile. Exactly. That's why you don't do more than what's expected of you. That's right. Yeah. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are done. Mm. Officially, do you, I've well, heard back and forth. Now I've heard that they're back in therapy kind of working on it the, the takeaway with this story and donna has such a great uh angle about this the takeaway from the story we, this is not about celebrity this is not about pop culture this is not about 
the Kardashian clan and Kanye and, 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 and it's not about any of that. The takeaway about this is Donna, two people that have struggled being together. Yeah. Yeah. And my takeaway is, as I told you, that living with a mental illness is exhausting. If you're the person who has the mental illness and living with someone with a mental illness is exhausting. And I think they're exhausting on both sides of, uh, of the aisle. Um, and it doesn't, again, does not take anything away. We've said before about Kanye that he's a, a brilliant, odd genius. Um, whether you like his music or not, you know, it, it, he's struggled with bipolarism and some things going on. And I think, you know, anyone who has ever been in a relationship with someone who struggles with that type of situation on any level, there's just so much you can do, especially with a grown person. I know there are, I, I've talked to, to uh, parents who struggled with this with kids, you know, when you get to be a certain age, short of putting medicine down someone's throat, you can't do that. If it's someone who relies on medicine to stabilize, you know, anything going on, anxiety, mental illness, anything. And so I think that they probably have done everything the two of them can do. I mean, you know, but it's, it's scary. I'm sure, you know, again, all the joking about his crazy manic episodes, it's got to be scary for the whole Kardashian family because she's got kids, you know, and you're kind of seeing it played out on TV. So I don't know how this is going to end. Hopefully it doesn't end in some epic meltdown, you know, for e either side. But it's really not about the celebrity. And I said that to you. I just think that anytime you're living with someone who is dealing with demons, you, you you know, people think about that person. And and obviously those people are struggling, you know, but what people don't understand is the other people on the side, you know, the, the spouse, husband, wife, the kids who constantly have anxiety about, is this person taking their medication? Is this person being well cared for? Are they doing what they need to do? You know, if, if they go away or, you know, to, to do something, are they safe? You know, you're just constant worrying. So I think that that's a big burden to have in a relationship one way or the other, you know. So I wish them the best. Here's what I do know. She hired uh, Laura Wasser, who is like the highest paid divorce attorney in L.A. So what's the rate, do you think? I have no clue. I bet her retainer is like a million. Oh, no, but six figures at least. At least. What do you think her rate is? I don't know. Her, her bill, billable hour rate. I don't know. Probably $20,000. Can we talk about the attorney? No. $20,000 an hour. Attorneys cost a lot of money. What? I'm just fascinated by divorce attorneys. One specifically here in Atlanta because we found out his hourly rate. Oh, Randy Kessler. Yeah. yeah. Randy Kessler. You see Randy Kessler on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. He, he, he gets very high profile celebrity divorce cases, child custody cases and things like that. Been around for a long, long time. Um. His rate's published on his website. Well, I think he wants people to know going in, don't waste my time, and I'm not going to waste your time. If you can't afford this hourly rate. It's like $820 an hour. I thought you were going to talk about my sisters. My sister's an attorney, too. No. Hourly rate. That's I why I was why nervous. You so yes, I was like, oh, gosh. Talking about attorneys and Please, lawyers don't do and that. billable hours in court and yeah, don't lawsuits. Do that. And don't like out that. her. Don't but yeah, I think, I think that they put it on there because they don't want any... Uh, I mean, don't waste their time if, if, if that's going to cost you too much money. Here's the thing about a bill, because uh, we know about this, about with attorneys from different angles. You think like when you pay your little retainer and you have your hourly rate that, you know, that's going to last you throughout the entire case. Mm -hmm. You're going to be through your retainer in mm, three weeks. Probably. Before the first pleading. Yeah. They're going to be calling you for more money. We need more. Time I, to up the coffers. Well, and what you can do now is uh, you can go to most 
a divorce or any attorney's website and, and they then take, them. no they well i'm sure you could do that but they also take your credit card yeah you can now go online and pay for your retainer or yeah your, you used your, to have a little light padding it's in the mail yeah the check no no now it's miss we need you to go to the website yeah and and what do they replenish your retainer oh my god i'm flashing <laughs> back you need to replenish your retainer yes what the f does that mean it means we need money it means we need another twenty five thousand dollars or we're not doing another day of work we're not but wait another a minute, letter. But you just blew through twenty thousand in in six weeks and we hadn't even gotten to court. We hadn't even met the judge. <laughs> we hadn't walked into the courtroom. It's expensive business there. Checks it, in the mail. Work you it out on your check? own. Let me, let me, are you sure that check hadn't cleared? Well, let me call you back. Let's, let's give it three more days. Yeah, you should be able to buy some time. Yeah. New year. Make time for your family. Here's how you can make that uh, reality. Take back dinner time. All right. Take back the stress, not only of, of preparation of dinner time, but take back the, the stress of deciding what you're going to prepare. Did I pull something out of the freezer? I'm gonna ha- I don't have this. On the way home from work today, I'm going to have to stop by the store and just get this one thing because without this one thing, whatever that thing is, the, the, we can't make dinner. Dinner affair. We did a dish the other night that you loved. It was, it was oh chicken marsala, basically, is what it was. It was so good. But it was like this Parmesan-encrusted chicken. Oh, it was so good. Every single ingredient that we needed for that dish came in an individual Ziploc bag, whether it was a Marsala sauce, the was in one Ziploc bag. The Parmesan? The, the Parmesan cheese was in one Ziploc bag. The actual protein, the chicken, of course, was in its own Ziploc bag. Which, uh, we, which we are never without Parmesan cheese. It's like a staple in our house. And we did not have Parmesan cheese. So it, again, I was so thankful that that ingredient had come in the bag because you don't have to stop. How many times have you been started a meal for your family and you go and you don't have the ingredients and you're like, you know what? We're just going to order pizza because you almost just give up. It's a default. Yeah, exactly. Dinner Affair is going to deliver the meals that you choose on their website every month. There's 15 new chef-inspired dinners every single month. You go to the website, dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. Depending on the size of your family, how many servings you want, how many people, how many meals you need, several different dinner options. Uh, then you pick the meals that you want. They deliver them to your door. There's no contact. They also deliver nationwide. Dinner Affair, a very generous offer. New Year, try them out. There's no contract, 100% guaranteed. And off your first order, you save $30, regardless of the size of the meal plan that you choose. The promo code is Caddy Reset 2021, C-A-D-D-Y. Caddy Reset 2021, $30 off your first order. Dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. Hello? Melissa, it's Cadillac and Donna. How are you? I'm good. I'm not going to tell Caddy that you reached out to me and tried. Now, it did not work. I had this happen a couple of times with different people that play Can't Be Caddy, where they reach out and try to control the category, but I didn't let her. So I'm, I'm, I'm unaware of this. What happened? You don't need to know. She she wanted to go. Melissa suggested more of a sports theme. Oh, so that you'd have a better chance of winning. She'd have a little Yeah, we know how good you do with sports, There Caddy. you go, Melissa. Thank you. Seven and one is the current record. This is You Can't Be Jack. 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. Melissa is a super spreader. <laughs> Did she want to be known as that? Yes, I am. Melissa's a super spreader. We talk about super spreaders on this podcast quite a bit. These are, are absolutely so loyal and dedicated uh, listeners, but have become true friends of our family and, and even our kids. Melissa, you've, you've, you've spent the day with our 17-year-old daughter, Olivia, before, and um, and and I, I met your son, and, and and so it's um it's so much more than just a, a listener type thing. With so many supporters that are so loyal to this podcast, Melissa is one of those all over Facebook during the holidays tagging the podcast, and people would say, you know, listen, looking for a new podcast, what do you recommend? And and, and we so appreciate that because that's that's what really 
forces the podcast to grow even larger than, than you've already made it. And we are, are so grateful for that. We truly are. Yes. You'll be getting your pink Cadillac soon, Melissa. I can't wait. You know how they give it away with, uh, what is that? Mary Kay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Maybe Melissa. it'll be red, the, yes. the car and the logo's red. That's there you right, go. And the, the red cat, Cadillac. The Cadillac, my yes. second podcast logo. Melissa works in Gwinnett County, uh, the largest county in the state of Georgia, part of metropolitan Atlanta. And Donna, what is the category and test questions, and let's get underway. Okay, so. Did I mention seven and one? Is your Is the current yeah. record. Okay. I am, I'm not scared. Okay. okay. So, the category today is things that happen in January, post-holiday. Things having to do with January and post-holiday, Okay. So I'm going to give you both the test questions. It's going to be great. This sports award given out in January was just given out to Alabama football player Devonta Smith. Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. See? Y'all are both going to do great. And that what, was even a sports question. What, Callie, was his, what was his position, Melissa? He, he is a wide receiver. Wow. Did you know that, Kelly? I did. Because He's from Louisiana. Did you know that, I, I probably couldn't have gone that far, that deep with Devonta, but um, it uh, he, he's the first non-quarterback to get the Heisman in three, if not four seasons. In 24. 20- 25 years for a wide receiver. How about that? Right. You're going down. <laughs> yeah, Melissa, Jack. get ready. No, Kelly going, Jack. Huh? She sounds like she's got it all covered. All right, here we go. You ready? All right, here we go. All right, Melissa, if you get more questions Ooh. right than Cadillac Jack, you're going to win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, all ties go to Cadillac Jack because it's not called You Can't Tie Jack. It's called... What? What? You can't beat Jack. That's right. So we talked about the category. It is January post-holiday, and it is not fair for Cadillac Jack to hear the questions I'm about to ask, so ask him to leave the studio. All right, Caddy. Let's get off the horse and go out of the room. Here we go. I'm headed up. There's stairs here in the studio at App and Podcast Network, so it might take me a little longer than normal. He's going to get winded. We should have brought him a honey cake. Seriously. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What is the movement that starts in January called when you do not drink alcohol for the entire month? Lent. This program to lose weight just signed James Corden as their spokesperson. Weight Watchers? 50% of people return their Christmas gifts. Is the real number higher or lower? Lower. Question four. The horoscope sign for January is two signs and they are Leo and Aquarius. True or false? <laughs> okay. God, that goes so fast. Melissa uh, got Melissa. two uh, right. Okay. Two correct. All right, it's gonna be this is gonna be easy win. We'll go eight and one after this, I feel certain. Oh no, Cadillac mm-hmm. Jack. All right. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What is the movement that starts in January called when you do not drink alcohol Dry for the January. entire month? Number two, this program to lose weight just signed James Corden as their spokesperson. Weight watchers. Question number three, 50% of people return their Christmas gifts. Is the real number higher or lower? Lower. Question number four, the horoscope sign for January is two signs, and they are Leo and Aquarius. True or false? False. Question number five, what was the nickname? Before we reveal, let's go on. Question number five, what was the nickname of the major snowstorm that hit Atlanta in January 2014 and shut the city down? Melissa, anything? No jam. Hugo. Snowmageddon. Yeah. And question number. Oh, I forgot about that. Question number six. What is the actress name that played Betty Draper on Mad Men? Um, uh, Christina <laughs> Hendricks. Wrong. Gosh. Think about January the, Jones. I have no clue. Think about the category. January. January Jones. January Jones. Wow. Well I done, see. Donna. Thank you. Okay, Cadillac Jack, you got 
uh, all you got four questions right, the first four. The movement that starts in January, Melissa called it Lent, which I guess that could be true. You could give up alcohol for Lent in January. That but Lent's you, in December. Well, no, Lent starts after Fat Tuesday, and I was thinking too hard. That's right. So when you do not drink alcohol for the entire month, it's called Dry January, and you see people posting right now about Dry January. Well, see, I've never had a Dry January, so I wouldn't know what that was. <laughs> Me either, Melissa. We, we don't participate in that movement. Number two, the program to lose weight just signed James Corden as their spokesperson, Weight Watchers. Okay. Both got that right. Uh, 50% of people return their Christmas gifts. Is the real number higher or lower? And you said lower, guess. which is true. 30, it's 34%. But you had a 50-50 shot at it. Yep. And right. the horoscope sign for January is two signs, and they are Leo and Aquarius. True or false? That is false. It's Capricorn and Aquarius. Did you know that, Melissa, or was it a guess? I did not. I, I did know not. which one is mine and my son's, and that's it. What are you? I'm Cancer. Okay. There we go. My husband and my boys are all Scorpio. I'm a Leo. That explains a lot. What about you, Cadillac? Jack, Gemini. you're a Gemini. That explains so much because he is twins. <laughs> Evil Caddy and Sweet Caddy. Are you into this, the, 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 what do they call it? The Horoscope. Are you into that kind Zodiac. of stuff, Melissa? Zodiac stuff? Not really. Yeah, I'm not. Sometimes, if it favors me. Exactly. Well, we are so thankful for you and and um, just supporting us from the beginning, and we really appreciate it. And I'm sorry that you got taken down by this old fool over here. It's okay. I don't mind. I would do it every week. Now, Melissa, we can't let you go without saying those magic words to Caddy. That is perfectly fine. My name is Melissa from Walnut Grove, and I can't beat Jack. Eight and one, the record now. That's fine. I hope you get to ten and one. Hug my little buddy for me, and uh, our best to your husband. Hope everything is, is going as best as it can there. We think about you often, and we appreciate your support so much, okay? Thank y'all so much. I'm Can't Melissa. wait to listen tomorrow. Thank All right. you. Have a great one. 8-1 now, the record. If you want to be my next challenger for You Can't Beat Jack, reach out to me, the dedicated podcast, text, and voicemail line, 770-464-6024. Living room set, sofa, sectionals, love seats, recliners, all the gallery furniture. You had a great conversation this week, Donna, with, with Donna from Gallery Furniture up in Gainesville. The two of you grew up together. You went to Campbell High School together, graduated together. Lost a lot of things in high school together. I okay, imagine. I don't know huh? about that. Maybe some shoes or something. But anyways, we are actually, she, Donna's going to, we're going to kind of mine through the uh, Donna Wolfman um, audio gallery. We're going to pull some really cool pieces coming up in the next couple of weeks for, um, to include on the podcast where you can actually hear the Wolfman's voice because there's some really traditional um, spots that they used to do. And, you know, one of the things that Don and I spent a lot of time talking about is she said there's not a day that goes by where someone doesn't come into the showroom and say, as soon as they walk in, ask for the Wolfman. And she said, sometimes people will be like, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings because your dad's no longer with us. And she said, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings because she grew up beside her dad starting this company, Gallery Furniture. Donna has worked at Gallery Furniture. She worked there all through high school. She's always been an incredibly hard worker. But when the rest of us were doing babysitting jobs and those kind of things, Donna was step, you know. Tied down sectionals. Yeah, seriously, right beside her dad. So this is not a company that she was just given by her father. She has worked in this company side by side with him for her entire life. And so she knows everything about furniture. She knows about different dimensions of rooms. She knows how to do financing. She knows how to get additional furniture from different distributors. So you should really do yourself a favor. If you are looking for any type of furniture, we've been saying it a long time, but it's really important now, buy local, shop 
local. If you're one of those people that happen to get a stimulus check and you don't need it for bills, maybe for whatever reason, you've kind of been thinking like, you know, if I just had a little bit of extra money, I would add some things to my room. It's a great time to do that. And um, they will help you do that. Help you help you make the most of your money. Last time I was up at the is the showroom, but it's also a huge warehouse, 1600 Browns per drug games. The last time I was up there at Gallery Furniture not too long ago, I noticed it was it was a uh, it was a dining room package, Donna, but I'd never seen this before. It had one, two, had three chairs around it, but one side of the dining room table you sat on a bench. It was like a like the size of a piano bench. I love it, and bench. it was it was really cool. I'd never seen that before, and it was a very unique piece that even caught my eye. And listen, I wasn't up there necessarily shopping around for dining room furniture, but it it, it looked it was a good look. Yeah, the great thing about a bench in a dining room um, set is it's completely removable. And you can move those chairs around. And especially if you have um, little kids coming over, if you're one of those families that, thank God, we don't anymore, but still has play dates with little children. And they come over and you want to do an art project or you're going to make cookies or something. This is a great dining room set where you can, you know, put three, four kids on a bench and um, really use your table as kind of like the center of your home. Under a thousand bucks. Ask for the Wolfman. The legacy continues Gallery furniture, ask for the wolfman.com. Do you want to do your segment? Yeah, should we do our song first? I'm so excited about this. Now listen, do not do not fret. I know you are right now. You're listening. You're like, oh my gosh, is Appy going away? No. No, 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 no. Um, don't worry about that. Donna's Appy segment. If you're new to the podcast, Donna's Appy segment is where she Kate when we have time. When for, there's or, or something when to guest, talk about. When a guest cancels and we need content, we we lean on Donna's Appy, and it's an app that she has chosen. That she thinks that will change your life. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, different apps get released at different times. And I don't want to just tell you about apps if there's not a good one. So when something stirs me up, I'll come back to the appy segment. But this is a new segment called shit Donna buys on Instagram that she shouldn't. Well, something like that. Like we change that rubbish that I buy on Instagram that I shouldn't. Now, the theme song, which we're working on, we're getting an official theme song like Appy has one. But the theme song sing along here is sung to Kokomo from the Beach Boys. Okay, ready? You see it, you want it, you don't really need it. I bought it. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Carl, it's confused. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on it a little bit. <laughs> I don't think Carl knows Kokomo. All right. Anyway, so today's first item that I bought off of Instagram, if you have been a longtime pod listener, you know that during the pandemic, I bought balls that I was going to bounce in that didn't work. Okay. Now, this is not what these balls are. I bought a different set of balls, and they are called... Stress balls, glow in the dark ceiling balls, sticky balls. Three of them are on our ceiling right yes. now. Yes. And, we'll and these down. are all the rage right now for kids because all these kids are at home doing virtual school, homeschooling. So what happens is you get these little balls. I bought two sets. I bought a set for um, Charlotte Olivia. I'm going to buy a set for Carl too. And like when you're in your room, you throw them up against the wall or the ceiling and they stick. They also glow in the dark at night. And then eventually the ball falls. Why haven't our balls fallen? Well, because they're new. When you first get them, they're a little sticky, a little tacky. Stiff. Yeah. So later, they fall, and then you re-throw them back up against the wall, throw them against the ceiling. And Does I know, it leave a mark? No. I know what you're thinking right now, though. You're like, why? Why? That couple of things, too. We'll start with why. But if you have any kids in your life who are slightly sensory-related, which Olivia is, you know, she used to be, when we walk in a parking lot, and I would tell her we're going to do this, this, and this. She'd be like, wait, 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 wait. she put her hands over here. Just tell me when we get in the car. Almost, It's processing. Couldn't process. Super smart, but just couldn't process too much information. It's almost like your computer, your mainframe goes down. So what these types of things do, like a stress ball, 
sometimes kids with um, sensory issues will have felt or something. It's, it's very texture based to sort of get your mind refocused. So if you have a child who struggles with that, these are great. Because basically, while they're doing a Zoom call or whatever, so that they don't kind of fade out and just forget what's going on, it keeps them their mind active. Um, but it doesn't leave a mark. Although I will tell you last night, I was like, I said to you, I go, what is that noise? And it was Olivia because she throws her stress balls forcefully. Well, she was a softball catcher. Yeah, she thinks she's throwing like in the you know Jenny Finch World Series here. Right. It's like okay, you don't in the need, living room. Yeah, you don't need to throw them that hard. But anyway, so they are called stress balls, glow in the dark ceiling balls, and we're going to include them in the letter this weekend. So if you want to order them, there'll be a direct link. You go right there. How long did it take you to get them from the time that you ordered them? Not long. These did not come from a slow boat, and the the letter that this woman who makes them right. I meant to bring it in today. It's worth it. She was Does she like, craft the hands, the balls by hand? I don't know. But she basically wrote a poem of love about these sticky balls and how they're just going to give you hours of fun entertainment. So anyway, that's For the little price of? They were cheap. I don't know. All right. Five ninety nine, Something like that. Read, see, learn all about Donna's sticky balls. Mm-hmm. Rubbish that she bought on Instagram that she shouldn't in this Saturday's issue of The Letter. Free. Hit your inbox Saturday mornings at 9.10. Alternative title... Uh, alternative titles in the week's episodes and pictures to complement the stories that you heard and we'll include a link to buy Donna's sticky balls text left on red one whole run on three words red is in the color R-E-D left on red text that to the number 22828 do that now and you can start with issue 44 hmm. I think this Saturday morning alright audio for this episode from Morgan Wallen on TikTok, our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. And wait, there's more. We have some notes from Carl. Oh, I love end. that. Because we said, listen, make sure that you finish the entire episode. Listen to the end. It's very important because we're going to yes. start playing Easter eggs and bloopers and outtakes and Things like that. And notes from Carl. Things that we have messed up, basically. Oh, boy. I, I will uh, start at the beginning. The uh, In 2021, Lent will be February 17th to April 3rd. Okay, good to know. When do you celebrate at Christmas? Okay, not Lent. No. What is that, though? The, the, the Okay. When do you the, give the, something up? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I was going to say, so I can talk a lot about LDS. Oh, good. But first, I will say Mark Chestnut, the uh, honky tonk legend, is alive and well. Good oh, to thank hear. gosh. Good to hear. Yep. And he's not, I think I call him the FDLS, didn't I? So that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. So LDS is uh, Church of Latter day Saints. Uh-huh. So, like Mormon Church as a whole. Context is Book of Mormons you were talking about last episode. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not the florist people. Not the what? The florist as FTD. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So the FLDS are the uh, fundamentalist Church of okay. Latter day Saints. Basically, the FLDS are the Mormons who practice polygamy. That's a generalization, oh. but basically LDS, Mormon church as a whole, was getting in trouble for like allowing polygamy. And so they split off and basically co- like, co-branded the branch of Mormonism that practices polygamy, which is FLDS. Yeah, I don't so want to be part of the FDLS. FLDS. Which F- ones are they? The swingers, the, the ones mm-hmm. that do the polygamy. I want to be part of the uber-wealthy Mormons. So that so so that was part of it. It is it is absurd how much they run like obviously Utah government of the uh, entire state legislature. Over ninety percent are practicing uh, members of the Mormon Church. See, I'm telling you, 
They're all, it's all intertwined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, further than that, I would say, now this, to give you a little bit of an idea of scale, FLDS is only uh, half of 1% of, of the Mormon church. So like the fundamentalist polygamy practicing. Long dress wearing. Long dress wearing is only half of 1% and there are still estimated 20 to 60,000 members. Wow. That's a lot of swinging. It's a lot of swinging. Yeah, a lot of swinging. A lot of Romneys. Yes. I didn't and, say that. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, cut. And then uh, then on the a little bit of a lighter note for the Mormons, do you know how like much it affects cultural like policy in Utah? A lot. A lot. My uh, I, I lived with a, li a guy for a really long time who was from Park City, Brent. And he, uh, so I've, I've heard all these stories. He's not Mormon, but he's, he's, I've, I've been to Utah a couple times and seen this. They have something called like the Zion curtain. And so you're not allowed to see drinks being made or being poured. Okay. Yes. I've heard this. And so, but bars still want to have, like, they want to look like bars. And so they have entire fake bar fronts. Like and a so speakeasy. They, they have all the taps. Like they, it looks like a bar, but when you order the drink, the bartender has to like go in the back, go in the back, make the drink and bring it back to you. So that you don't see it being made. So that you don't see it being I made. Had okay. Never let me that. tell you something. So on the Real Housewives, one of the things the ladies were complaining about is they water their drinks down. Yep. So they, yeah, they have like super strict, like how much, how much alcohol. Can Even be if you're not it. a Mormon. Yes. Oh yeah. It's, it's that's, so that's my point is how much it affects like state law. So in Utah in general. Right. Your, your drinks are weaker yes. because of the Mormon control. Oh, of the state. Yes. Right. yes, yes, right. yes, 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 yes. Golly. So get, so get this up until I, I, I'll i have to fact check this. It was like 80s and 90s. Well, who's going to do your you, notes? You, who, who well, does Carl's notes? I'll have some some meta notes. Hans. But the uh, the it used to be a little bit against like anti Utahns. It's called Utah, by the way, if you're a resident. Um, but if you were not from Utah and you traveled to Utah, you could not be served alcohol. Unless you were with a, they call them sponsors. So like the three of us could not go to Utah and go drink at a bar. Without we, a Mormon. We had, we would have to like get a Mormon to come and sit with us and drink with us. Now they, there's another revenue stream right there. Rent a Mormon. Yeah. I love that. Rent a Mormon for drinking. Mm -hmm. And no, so that was a really big thing for the, uh, for all of the ski lodges. That was a really big service is they would have like sponsor services. And so it's so like. So a stranger comes and sits with you while you right. get out. This is fascinating. Do you think we have any like Utahians that listen that are members that are sponsors? We're about to find out. We're going to get We're some gonna, calls. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Say. Yes. And then uh, last thing I will say, the, uh, the Rockets do perform year round, Thank but you. the entire <laughs> company is only eight weeks. So out of like 52? A, out of 52. Okay. But the but the Rockettes perform 365 days a year. Yep. But what's the company? What does that mean? Like the like the the so the Rockettes, like the the dance group, performs 365 days a year. But okay. then the touring they have, company. They have a contract with Radio City during Christmas that to is eight there. weeks with all 80 members. I see. Okay. And there are four shows a day for eight weeks. With the same ladies? With the same ladies. Yeah, that's a lot of high kicks. A lot of high kicks. Six hundred a day. Carl did the math.